Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're talking Tigers football with Keith DeArmond of PowerMizzou.com. Brought to you by James Carlton of State Farm. Mention Mizzou to James when you request a quote, and he'll donate $20 to Mizzou's preferred NIL on your behalf. CarltonInsurance.net. Welcome back. This is Balloon Party, driven by Munganass, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota on 101 ESPN. Every Friday during the college football season, it will be our pleasure to welcome to the show the great Gabe DeArmond of PowerMizzou.com, presented to you by James Carlton of the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency online at CarltonInsurance.net. And Jackson, it's time to welcome the Colonel for his inaugural appearance here in the 2023-2024 campaign. Morning, Colonel. Hey, is that, is that breaking news that I have like a recorded professional intro? Yeah, we have uh, upped our production. You know, I've, I've been a bit of a gypsy on the AM radio airwaves from low-powered AM station to low-powered AM station. Now I'm in a closet next to a restroom on HD2. But for an hour, they let me have a, a midday show on HD1. And on the HD1 station, they do professional production. So I'm kind of making my way up in the industry after 25 years, Gabe. Yeah, how do you like us now, well, Gabe? Yep. One who has, has done his own incredibly professional call-in show at times. Big fan um, of that one. Uh, I'd like to see it come back. God, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't hold your breath. My man. <laughs> ah, it would have been good entertainment last night because I'm sure the average uh, sports fans going, okay, Missouri beat some random last night. Why are these Missouri fans angry? But I would gather you would assess, and I'm a big Power Mizzou reader, the majority of the people who post on Power Mizzou and Missouri fans are a little concerned after last night, or maybe even more than a little concerned. And I saw what you wrote last night at 12.57. Tonight was not good enough. Play like this 11 more times, you're going to end up 3-9-ish. and nine-ish. So that gives uh, some perspective to someone who may not have watched the game last night as to why a 35-10 to 10 win didn't necessarily feel like a win. Yeah, I think there's two reasons people are unhappy today. One is valid, one really isn't. Um, I- <laughs> That's a team that they were a three and eight FCS team. Uh, that's not a team that you know Missouri should have four plays of fifteen yards or longer against. They, we went into last night. I think everybody understood. You probably wouldn't learn a ton, but what you wanted to see was an offense that gave you reason to think that all the changes in another year for all these players had made them significantly better. And while there's still a chance that's true, they just didn't show it last night. I mean, I think Brady Cook deserves a lot of credit for the two-minute drive at the end of the first half. But before that drive, I mean, it was 21-3, but they it had just been six yards here, swing pass there, handoff to Cody Schrader here. You know, and it, it just looked very much like the offense last year. I mean, 
I remember coming out of the, the opener against Louisiana Tech last year and going, I know this sounds dumb when they scored 52 points, but I didn't see an offense that gives me a lot of optimism about playing Power 5 in SEC teams, and then they didn't score 30 against one of those teams all year. I saw the same offense last night. I mean, if you hadn't, if you didn't know that Missouri hired a new offensive coordinator, I don't think you would know based on that game. It just looked, it, it all looked very safe. And uh, Brady Cook was efficient. I, it, like, I'm not knocking the way Brady played. It just didn't look like an explosive offense. And you want to see, I mean, I remember Gary Pinkle with good teams taking knees to make sure not to score 60 against teams like this. That's what you should be doing. That's what good teams do to teams like this. Um, and Missouri didn't do it. Now, the other reason people are mad is the quarterback situation. And, look, I maintain if Brady Cook was a four-star coming out of high school and Sam Horn was a three-star, we wouldn't be having this argument. Um, fans tend to put credence in the guy they haven't seen play, right? They love the unknown. They want the unknown. Coaches want the exact opposite. Coaches want the guy that they know what they're getting out of. Um, I, I'm not personally particularly upset that Eli Drinkwitz told us this was a quarterback competition all summer, and it appears not to have been. But I know some people are. Uh, some people are angry that they feel deceived that they thought, you know, this was a neck-and-neck neck thing that was going to be decided on the field. And, and the rotation last night tells me that's not the case. Brady Cook is this team's starting quarterback. It's just a matter of if Eli Drinkwitz ever wants to actually tell us that. I think for Missouri fans, you have the unknown factor with Sam Horn, certainly, but it's the here on the east side of the state, and I would imagine you could cite a Kansas City Chiefs quarterback, uh, not necessarily the current one, but over the years who may hearken this back, that reminds people of Sam Bradford, where it was like, okay, we're not going to throw deep or can't throw deep, we're just going to check down, and therefore, when you're Alex down, Smith. Who, yeah. who would you, who Alex Smith would be your guy? Yeah. Alex Smith, captain check down. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's what we called Bradford. Uh, which was odd seeing what he did to Missouri when he was at Oklahoma and, and the run he had there, but just never got it going here. And I think so Missouri fans are thinking the ceiling of potential is lower with Cook, even though the floor may be lower with Horn and they want to see Horn get the shot. I think that I think that's what it's about. If I'm trying to inject some kind of a thesis into this. I do understand that. And Sam Horn's first throw last night is not going to quiet anybody down because he threw a laser down the middle of the field for 30 yards that not a lot of guys can throw. So I get that, but I always default to Eli Drinkwitz is making $6 million a year. I don't know him super well. I know him well enough. And by that, I mean, he is a human being that I think he would like to continue to make $6 million a year to do that. He has to put the guy out there that he thinks is the best quarterback and gives him the best chance to win. So if you want to argue that he doesn't know how to make that assessment, that he is wrong in that assessment, that's fine. You can argue that. But I think you're arguing that he shouldn't be the head coach here. Um, I think it's pretty clear he thinks Brady Cook is the best quarterback he has. And if you know, I know a lot of people will say, it, well, if that's the case, then, you know, I mean, I've seen so much. Well, we can't possibly win more than six games. I mean, you were literally two plays away, neither of which had anything to do with Brady Cook from winning eight with him last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you absolutely can win more than six games with him. Um, 
you know, now will they? I, I have no idea, obviously. But giving up on the season because a guy that just went 17 of 21 for 172 yards and had a 15-yard touchdown run is your quarterback is, like, it's just nonsensical. I uh, I could have seen him win 72 to nothing, and I could see him win 35-10, and my opinion, honestly, isn't going to change all that much based on the result. Having watched the game, I come away with one major concern, and that's about Harrison Mevis. Uh, I don't yeah. know what is going on there. My theory, as somebody who experienced the yips in baseball, otherwise I think I still would be playing for the Cardinals, uh, is uh, that it might be mental. Jackson was theorizing that it was the Auburn game where he missed a chip shot that he would make uh, that may have begun to enter doubt into his mind. That was strange last night, and I wanted to get your impressions. Yeah, um, it's... I won't say it's a problem, but it's a concern. Um, His first two years here, like, you didn't even watch kicked under 40 yards. They were all going in, like, literally all going in. He didn't miss any. Now, you even watch extra points, um, and kicking is so mental. Um, you know, I, I say that like I've done it. I don't know, but it seems like it would be mental. You know, um, and once you miss one, you're more likely to miss another one. And he missed two and should have missed an extra point. He was 100 for 100 on extra points. He missed one, and it it got nullified because South Dakota jumped off sides. It didn't affect the play, really, but it gave him another chance. He made it. Um Look, this is a team that's going to be in close games. Yeah. We we know that. We saw it last year. And it's just really hard not to think that, you know, I mean, they're going to have a game or two come down to a kick, and you just don't feel as good about that as you used to. Yeah, and that's something that uh, that I just didn't anticipate uh, with that guy, considering just how good he was. I mean, he was a strength, and now uh, it, it, it absolutely is, as you said. It's a concern. Luther Burden last night. I uh, heard your exchange with uh, Eli Drinkwitz following the game, and I, I gather where you were going was it looked like he was banged up on that punt return. Uh, and then he followed up uh, by saying, well, he looked pretty good on that that touchdown, he did have some big-time plays. I saw what you wrote. Those were NFL receiver caliber plays at times he was making. Uh, your thoughts on what we saw from Burden? Yeah, I, I thought last year, the comparison I made on our show last night, and, and I don't know how many people that are listening watch the Chiefs, but Luther was McCole Hardman. He was a jet sweep, throw the ball to him behind the line of scrimmage. He's really fast and really quick. Let's see how many guys he can make miss and, and almost kind of do things on his his own or through through really nice blocking. Last night was the first time I really remember him seeing, and he did it multiple times, go downfield, get open, make a contested catch, take a hit. Those are the yeah. types of – that's the difference between being a uh, an athlete and a wide receiver. You know, and, and Luther was a wide receiver last night. And, and on the, the – you know, I didn't necessarily think Luther was hurt, but he got his helmet knocked off, and he got just destroyed a couple times so my question was just is is luther okay you know i mean he took some some shots how's he feeling after this game and to be fair i had forgotten that he was the guy that scored the last touchdown and he came back in so obviously he was okay and 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 look i've been doing this long enough if the coach is irritated and wants to make me the target of a little snark that's fine we're good i (laughs) no offense you know um but I, i i just thought he looked like he got knocked into next week a couple times. Is he all right? And apparently he is.
Uh, Gabe DeArmond, you can read him throughout the course of the season. The coverage is outstanding at PowerMizzou.com. I am a regular reader. He has a wonderful team working with him. Uh, And he will be with us on Mondays on TMA and on Fridays here on Balloon Party, all presented to you by James Carlton of the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency. CarltonInsurance.net is where you can go work with my insurance agent. That's James Carlton. Colonel, appreciate the time. Enjoy the three-day weekend, and we will talk with you uh, next week. Thank you, guys. Sounds good. Take it easy. There he is, Gabe DeArmond with us here. Brought to you by Carlton Insurance. James Carlton of the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency at carltoninsurance.net. Your thoughts on what the colonel had to say? You can talk it over in the YouTube chat. Many are doing so uh, right now. Uh, 101 ESPN channel on YouTube. And, of course, text in the Air Comfort Service text line. Join 101 ESPN and Bud Light for Blues and Brews on Friday evening, September 22nd at the Anheuser-Busch Brewery. Get fired up for the Blues season as the outdoor street party feed. Featuring live music from country music star Chris Lane and local blues musician Marquise Knox, plus appearances by blues players and alumni food trucks, blues merch, 101 ESPN giveaways, and more. Tickets are on sale now. Visit 101ESPN.com for additional event details and to purchase your tickets for blues and brews on September 22nd. We will come back with the Little Piddles Friday Six Shooter presented to you by the Angry Beaver. It's coming your way next here on 101 ESPN.